Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. Several years ago, I was in a public transport bus. I can't remember where I was coming from that night, but I was not driving, so I decided to take a bus. As the bus got on its way, one of the usual preachers started to preach on the bus. It was a normal thing you typically hear from these bus preachers here in Lagos. Instead of good news, he was sounding warnings. Instead of the gospel, he was issuing threats. As I endured the experience, he decided to quote a scripture. The scripture he wanted to quote was John 3.16. But this is what he said. He said, For God so loved the world that he judged the world. When I heard that, it was like an electric current jolted my system. I was amazed to the point that my jaw dropped. I couldn't believe that someone had misquoted John 3.16. Could this have been a mistake? How is it possible for someone to not only misquote John 3.16 that I have been quoting since I was a kid, but to turn it totally upside down? By turning it from a declaration of mercy to a pronouncement of judgment, could this be a mistake? I no longer had peace after I heard that quotation. Whatever else he said in his preaching that night, I didn't hear a word. I kept wondering about that his quotation. When I got home, I was indeed troubled by the whole thing. Because as I considered the matter, I realized it was not a mistake, but a deliberate act to pervert scripture in order to use it for self-seeking purpose. This has been the practice of many religious leaders for thousands of years in every religion. That preacher in the bus may have been ignorant, but someone thought him that, and he's simply repeating from someone else's playbook. For the first time, I realized what Christ meant by wolf in sheep clothing. I always used to think they were those living immoral lifestyles in church. But then Christ himself declared that those are the sick he has come to heal. It's actually these people who are pretending to be working for the cause of Christ when they are actually perverting his message of love and grace and stealing souls out of the kingdom by preaching works rather than grace. Converting men from the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ into dead works through fear. I felt like someone who had been sleeping and just woke up. We are at war, but we don't know who our enemy is. We think it's the world, but it's not. The world is our mission field, not our battleground. The actual battle is with these tares among the wheat. Now you can find that parable in Matthew 13. It's those who say they are fellow brethren, but are only there to make real brethren feel uncomfortable. 
to cause confusion and bring disagreement and discouragement in our midst. They're the ones who knows everybody's story, but no one knows their story. They are the ones who point out the sins of everybody. They hate it when you speak of forgiveness. They pray loudest in church, but are barren of the fruit of the Spirit, which is love. They go out to preach, but preach the opposite message we preach, negating all our efforts to win souls for Christ. They have even formed their own churches and gathered crowds as we speak. I came to tears that night as I realized how ignorant and complacent we have been about the great commission given to us by our Lord Jesus Christ. We are not the ones who died. We are not the ones who had to suffer great pains and humiliation to pay the price for the saving of our souls from death. Christ did it all. All we need is to let people know what he did for them in love. Now at this point, anger rose up within me against these false preachers out to pervert the gospel. That's when I decided to do my own part in this fight, which eventually led to setting up epignosis. Now when I set up epignosis, I gave up on wanting people to like me. I decided I am ready to be hated, to be called names, to be called fake. I decided I am ready to be unfriended and blocked. I will continue to speak on this platform even if no one is listening. I will no longer be quiet when I see false messages on WhatsApp, on Facebook, or the internet. I will speak out and bring correction. I don't care who it connects me to or separates me from. This is war. The enemy of the gospel is smart and cunning. They will try to make you feel guilty and doubt yourself. They will say you are encouraging sin by preaching grace. They will say you are preaching easy gospel. They will even try to assassinate your character by saying evil things about you. They will bring up things you may have done in the past and if there is nothing, they will fabricate. They should go right ahead. I will still not be quiet. I know the truth about the grace of our Lord. I am no more ignorant of your devices to keep me quiet. If you shout, I will shout louder. Christ did it all and left nothing undone. He took care of not just my sin, but the sins of the whole world and made me more than conquerors. So anyone accusing people of sin is either ignorant or a devil. Now, why am I calling false preachers devils? Consider this. If you were the one who went out of your way to pay someone's debt so that they can be released from prison, and then someone else went to that person to tell them you didn't pay anything and that they'll have to pay, or that you paid only half, that they must pay their own debt to be free, would you like it? Is that fair? It's unfair to both the prisoner and the one who paid. This is exactly what these people are doing to Christ. 
they say he didn't really save you that you will have to save yourself some say oh he only paid half he saved you halfway so you will have to do the rest these are lies Christ did it all and left nothing undone so if you know the truth what are you doing about it are you just going to sit there and feel unconcerned because you want people to like you as for me I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation he gave his life so that men can have life he bore wounds so that men can be healed he became poor so that men through his poverty can be rich Ephesians 2 8 and 9 says for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourself it is a gift of God not of works lest any man should boast what does this mean this means that it is God's gift of grace which we received that saved us not our own efforts through dead works so that in the end no man will have any cause to boast in the book of John 6 28 someone asked Christ a question they said unto him what shall we do that we might work the works of God and in 29 Christ answered and said unto them this is the work of God that ye believe on him whom he has sent this is the message my brothers and sisters there is no other work but faith in Christ and I will declare it whether anyone likes it or not whether they like me or not whether they think I'm right or not I have drawn my battle line what about you thank you for listening God bless you You were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.